Is This a Ghost is sponsored by Pickney Bend Distillery. Pick, Pickney Bend is where it's... Pickney is a word from a different language. Which mm. language, Patrick? Can you remind me which language Pickney comes from? Uh, it's, a, it's Slavic. I don't know. It's uh, Yes, that's right. One of the Slavics. So. Yes, and of course, as you know, it means... Uh, it means uh, in the pink. So yes, which is a weird name for a distillery. I, there's nothing pink about the process, so I yeah. have to imagine it's some. This actually reminds me. So there is there is a cocktail bar in Chicago that is a great cocktail bar. They mm. don't use Pickney Bend yet, but we're going to get them there. Mm. It's called the Victor Bar. And one time we asked them, we're like, "Hey, why is it? Why is this? Why did you name it the Victor Bar?" Mm. And it was all because these brothers who own the bar they went to um, some. They were in France and they went to some graveyard in France and there was some there was some like tall phallic looking gravestone over the grave of someone it might have been like Victor Hugo or somebody mm -hmm. like a famous Victor mm -hmm. and the whole story was like oh that's there to cover his penis <laughs> and they thought it was so funny they're like we should name our bar the Victor bar <laughs> which is kind of it's got that's got in the pink energy mm -hmm. I think I think so yeah yeah so. This is a bad ad. <laughs> I, I think it's fine. I really don't think it's any worse than any of the other ads. I, 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 it might be a bad ad, but it doesn't mean it's worse than the other ads. So that's true. Anyway, drink Pinkney Bend, and you go. You go check. They yeah. have good stuff. Pinkney Bend. Drink in the pink. Drink in the pink. See, write that down, Tara. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Is This a Ghost? I'm Clayton Smith, and uh, every week I tell my real friend, Patrick Dean, a real ghost story from real history, and uh, he doesn't, I don't know, he doesn't take it real seriously, which is hurtful. Um, every week I come here, and I mm. think maybe this is the week, and um, mm -hmm. not yet. I have to keep this stony exterior. I can't, I can't, let, I can't let anybody in, you know? I oh, gotta, this is like, so this is like a you thing, not is, a... Oh, totally, yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay, yep. <laughs> okay. This is not a shtick you do for the podcast. No, this is, uh, this, is, this is stoicism at its best yeah. right here, you know? Yeah, and you're working really hard because you know if something's going to crack that tough exterior, mm -hmm. it's ghosts. Mm -hmm. It's the the stories of, mm -hmm. of people who um, who lived and died and... Um, I, and man, lived I again. really should have had more to alcohol before this. I just was not ready for any of this. Uh, um, anything going on before we get into the to the show? No. Yeah, hey, if if have you done your uh, by the time this airs, have you done your um your uh, your little game show? Uh, by the time this airs, I will have done my little game show. If it, assuming it all comes along, that's correct. So if you're listener, dear listener, you're in the future. Uh, I'm a changed man by the time you've heard this from where I am now, because if all goes according to plan, I spent uh, this, I think, I think this past Monday uh, playing uh, one of my favorite things to do is play. Uh, there's a code. If you like Twitch, you should go on Twitch, check out Codenames Live. It's this great weekly, bi-week, it's twice weekly um, game show. Super fun. I've been on a few times. Love being there. Patrick has been on it with me before. Mm -hmm. Great time. Anyway. This week, uh, I was on there with my friend Ben Wallace, and we played against uh, Tatiana Maslany. <sighs> and Buddy. and I am now. So when you're you sitting on the other end, you listen. To me, I'm I'm a different Clayton. Mm -hmm. I'm a different person. I've changed. Honestly, I've blossomed. I'm, I'm surprised you you aren't you aren't too famous for the podcast now. Really, I mean, we will not have an yeah. episode next week, possibly <laughs> because. 
<laughs> Actually, we will. Except instead of you, my co-host will be uh, be She-Hulk, mm-hmm. and you will not. You'll yeah. be no longer invited. Yeah, it'll be interesting because there'll actually be twelve people on the podcast. So be- <laughs> she'll do all the voices yeah. and they will all be just amazing. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll have more to talk about in terms of like specifics mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah. But here's what I can say from right now. <laughs> uh, it was the best night of my life. Um, I did embarrass myself in front of her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, it's not very often you get to play an internet game show uh, against your celebrity crush, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. In front it's of very rare in front of tens of people. I, I mean, this might be twenties of people. Oh, this is a big. Seriously? I mean, she's a big get. Should you have I to assume. In? Should I actually tune well, in? If won't. she's if she tells people, it'll be a big. Mm-hmm. That's going to be big. Yeah, maybe. I boy, um, do. I get the impression she's not going to tell anybody what's going on. But she'll be forty <laughs> members of the audience herself. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I God, I in some ways, actually, in all ways. I hope it's not more people than normal because I'm going to embarrass myself. I'm going to make an absolute fool of myself. So, uh, but no, I, so I, yeah, hopefully that has all gone well. It's scheduled too. You never know, but uh, that's how it's supposed to go. And uh, that means uh, I had a really good time on Monday and um, boy, I, I bet, I bet future Clayton has lots of great stories about, uh, about how much, how we, you know, we got along famously, mm-hmm. I bet. Yep. I'm yeah. Sure. We probably exchanged mm-hmm. like, phone numbers like we're gonna like barbecue at each other's houses sometimes she's gonna be on the podcast probably the week afterwards i would imagine i would assume I she would see why not to come I mean, I, she, yeah ghosts will come up yeah i mean she's i got room down here i, I can move the poster. you have to move the bubble yeah i will poster yeah, over <laughs> don't move it off screen though she's gonna have to like crowd in real close she can hold it on her lap it's not that big so, yes yeah. yeah yeah she's kind of small though i think if the book po- okay if the poster's on the floor and she sits behind it she could peek over it and then we got we got it all this is sounding a lot like me moving the poster <laughs> <laughs> we'll work it out you know we'll, fi- yep. we'll figure it out we've got time we've got a week yeah um but yeah and so uh i just want to remind everyone that patrick patrick did the show with me once and mm-hmm. it was great mm-hmm. it was the only time i've won actually it was when you were there oh you're welcome i did not realize Thank that you. yeah okay. every other yeah, time well. i've lost just mm-hmm. horribly mm-hmm. and i assume this week uh will be no different mm-hmm. um but you did tell me you never want to do it again correct that was that was true i I was I was sick with anxiety for like a solid week beforehand, um, like you know, uh, just imposter syndrome and just sheer mm-hmm. nerves. And then we showed up and it was again tens of people, you know, yeah. participating in this thing. I I maybe uh, got a little too anxious for the situation, but I think I think that's fair to say. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but you you made me promise never to invite you back. Correct. Yes. And, uh, and now you don't get to hang out with, uh, with Sarah Manning mm-hmm. and her multiple personalities and I don't know, that's on you. It's yeah. on you, man. So I wonder if I'm in jail at this point. <laughs> next you better, you better tell me where the publish button is. Cause I don't know where it is right now. <laughs> you can't be arrested for being creepy on the internet, right? That's like the internet's whole thing. Let's say they, they do. There are not enough jails on earth to contain all the creepy men on the internet. That's right. So good. So um, more to come. More to come, friends. Very excited. <laughs> uh, gosh, what else? Anything else? Oh, I do have one other thing. Hmm. I forgot. Um, we watched a movie. You and I? No, we didn't. No. Oh, Aaron, sorry, Aaron. Aaron and I. Oh, your other person. Okay, yeah. My <laughs> <laughs> yes, my uh, my live-in Patrick <laughs> and I watched a movie. <laughs> uh, we watched a movie called. 
Top Gun Maverick. Oh, you heard of this? You heard, no lovely. one's talking about this movie. Yeah, no one's talking about this movie. I haven't mm-hmm. seen. I checked the internet. No one said anything for like a year about this movie, but it's it's yeah. real good. I thought people were talking about it, and then I realized that there was another movie called Top Gun from a long time ago, and that was probably what they were talking about. It was yeah, the Tom Cruise one, right? Yeah, it was the Tom Cruise yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So I think um, is that the one you watched? It was the exact same movie, <laughs> just with with some different actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and volleyball was replaced by football. Yeah, it was. But kind, other than that, yeah. it's exactly the same. It was yeah. kind of like whenever whenever they whenever they remade Star Wars: A New Hope, except if they spent all their time in the X wing. Like that's pretty much the movie. That's S- yes, <laughs> I think so. That's right. Uh, um and now Darth Vader is actually an admiral and he has a very bad throat cancer. Oh my god. Could there um oh those god go those on. scenes were just I was in the movie theater and I thought yeah. if they gave me a fast forward button. <laughs> it was really theater. tough to watch. Yeah. I I mean I did I liked that they they worked in, you know, Val's cancer to the mm-hmm. character. It was really I mean it was really powerful. Yeah. And also very hard to watch. Yeah, I had not seen Val or heard Val since that whole uh, thing has progressed, mm-hmm. and uh, so that was kind of I knew that it was happening, but I had not experienced it. Mm-hmm. And uh, boy, yeah, pretty difficult. Yeah, probably not as difficult for us as it is for him. I would guess, right? But like um, collectively, we're a lot of people having a difficult time. So that's true. That's true. You know, so, <laughs> oh, it does, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I don't know if it is. But that's fine. Um, so yeah, so you saw the yeah. It took us a while, but we got there. Good. Uh, you did the driving hands. Is that? Um, it's it's, it's not Days of Thunder. No, it's it's, uh, a, it's the other Tom Cruise. You know those. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I liked it, so I can't wait to see Barbenheimer in six years from now. Mm-hmm. I guess is the pace that we're on. Mm-hmm. What is that sound? Is that you? Something going whoom mm-hmm. whoom whoom. Well, air conditioner. I have an air conditioner in my house now. You turn it off? Absolutely not. <laughs> it's a thousand fucking degrees down here. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we should probably get going. This is this. There's a lot to go through here. I accidentally picked a long story. <gasps> okay, that's good. That's <laughs> good news. That's what I like. Okay, good. I like that attitude. I picked it because 100% solely only because of the name of this ghost, which yep. is the Cock Lane Ghost. <laughs> And I'm after I'm sorry, the cock, the cock lane, like the cock lane ghost, the ghost of cock lane. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Not like there's a lane. Not like lane, as in like the past tense of, like. No, that's true. Okay, um, it's actually funnier that way. It is, and this is the problem. So this takes place obviously in the UK, and this is the problem with having a country that's a thousand years old mm-hmm. is that you name things with words that mm-hmm. seem to be innocuous and fine sure. and then a few hundred years later it's like you can't call yep. things that <laughs> so uh, i think the maximum age of countries should be 50 years mm-hmm. i would say so yeah until you make yeah. like one embarrassing you know word change and then you have to reset the whole thing it's time to reset i think totally. so seems fair yeah so let me set the scene for you this is seven the year is 1757 and the place is stoke ferry which is not a boat. Mm-hmm. It is a town. So very okay. Is the Stoke. town on the water? Uh, I Probably. actually don't think so. Oh, well, <laughs> I did look at a map. It's also I a trap. Where it is again. Uh, yeah. yeah. Stoke Ferry is quite a village and civil parish in the English country of Norfolk, six point mm-hmm. five miles southeast of Downham Market. The village. Oh, the village lies on the river. Ah. Uh, Wissy. 
Missy? River Wissy. 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 Boy, these guys, they just yep. they just chose the worst <laughs> names for everything. <laughs> Uh, previously known as the River Stoke, which mm. is a cooler name for a river. Right. Wait, so, sorry, so they, they named the town Stoke. So the, it was the River Stoke. Right. And then they were like, Stoke Ferry is a town, not a boat. Right. And then they're like, let's change the name of the river to River Wissy. <laughs> the Wissy River. The Wissy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, well, we're not um, going to repaint all the street signs, okay? I didn't repaint them for Cockling. I'm not going to repaint them for changing, <laughs> changing the Wissy River. <laughs> And that is the United Kingdom in a nutshell. Hey, speaking of the UK, yeah. I got to say, so we have a bunch of, we have a big influx of listeners from the UK, actually. And welcome, friends. Welcome, everybody. Um, this story is for you, <laughs> I guess. And um, we, so this, I forgot to mention, mention this earlier. So if you, hey, if you're new to this podcast and you're liking it, this is a good time for you to pause it and then go rate and review it. And I tell all your weird friends about it because your weird <laughs> friends are going to love it. Your normal friends, I don't know if it's for them. Yeah, they, 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 yeah, they're a little yeah. I could fit. Yeah, not your BBC friends, but like your uh, your Monty Python friends. Uh, anyway, okay, so um, William Kent was a usurer. You, you want to guess what a usurer, usurer? is? So, is it like a person that? The loan is that like a loan thing? Is it like a? It's a loan thing. I thought it might be a loan. Look at you thing. go! Look at I you! Know, I'm down a fucking crop in my pants. life or, or okay. two. Sure, okay. Yeah, usury is the practice of making unethical or immoral monetary loans. Oh, bad loans. Okay. Yeah, mm. yeah, not the good stuff. So he was one of those, mm. and he, William, he marries a woman named Elizabeth Lines, who is the daughter of a grocer. Mm. Um, so they moved to Stoke Ferry, and they opened up an inn, and then later they ran a post office. Mm. Now, William and Elizabeth were the real deal. They were very much in love, by all accounts. But um, uh, as the old saying goes, one love a day doesn't keep child-rearing death at bay. And you know (laughs) (laughs) the old saying. I don't know what that adage necessarily. That seems like a pretty long one. Was I, it is the 1700s. So okay, you know. yeah, they, they had lots of extra time, I guess. This was actually translated from the old English. Uh, you should have seen it in the original. It's <laughs> lots of wise from the old English. Sense. One cock lane per day. Uh, so Elizabeth does die during childbirth Aww. of their first child about, and this is just a month after they move mm-hmm. in. Probably their only child. Yeah, I think that's that is how death works. Thank you. The first one, if you die from the first one, right. you make no more yeah. after that. <laughs> Thank you for clearing that up for our I listeners. Just want to make it really clear. Okay. Um. So she dies, and that's that's very hard. Now Elizabeth had a sister named Frances, whom everyone called Fanny. Mm-hmm. So this is the story of Fanny and Cochrane. Mm. Okay. Now, Fanny had moved in to the house to help with the the pregnancy and delivery and just to be with her sister and everything, Mm. Um, and totally gutted when her sister Elizabeth died, of course. Now, the baby actually survived, and so Fanny stayed on to, uh, to, quote, care for the infant and its father. Um. You're making silent I, gestures to the sky as the toilet flushes above just, you. Uh, that it's like the 17th toilet flush in the last five minutes. I'm not entirely it's sure what's going on. It's been a lot. Um, yeah. Your children are very well hydrated, and I think that's to be commended. Or they are flushing a lot of toys on the toilet right now, which is also a big problem for me. <laughs> if water starts dripping on your head yeah. from the pipes, uh, I will let you know. <laughs> I do appreciate that. Um, yeah, so Fanny sticks around. 
She's going to help out. Uh, but then two months later, the baby also dies. She's not doing a very good job. I mean, I, I, mean, I, that's, <laughs> I mean, I know she she probably means well, but she's she's kind of over two. She's over two. <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, so uh, I don't know how many so, I don't know how many strikes they give you in cricket, but over here, <laughs> she's almost she's, out. She's almost out. She's pretty close. So William is an absolute wreck. Obviously, he's lost everything, and uh, and Fanny. I guess feels very guilty or whatever. And she sticks around. She's going to help him take care of the house. He's having a hard time kind of dealing with life, which is very understandable. Right. Does she burn down the house or, I mean, I'm uh, not quite in a, in a sense, sort of <laughs> <laughs> stop jumping ahead. <laughs> so it's not too long before William takes an interest in his fanny. Hmm. They start up a relationship. They start, uh, you know, they're, 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 they're in a crucible of grief, mm-hmm. you know? Find solace in each other, right? That's right. In each other, yes. Hey. It's pretty serious, um, and they're both, they. so they're into it. After they, it, it, Okay, it's yeah. Like it, it's several, <laughs> I, so they're, they're doing the intercourse, Patrick. Is that what they're they like it? each is, other. Is that what they called it back then? No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They called it goading. I don't know what that means, but I, yeah. there must be a story there. But it's it's very goat heavy the terminology. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they start. But there's a problem with this relationship. So <laughs> they, uh, at this time, England was run by Anglican law, mm-hmm. and according to canon law, um, the fact that Elizabeth, his first wife, his wife, had borne William a living child, meant that according to canon law, he could not marry Fanny. I don't know if it's that he, she, I don't know if it's because it was her sister mm-hmm. specifically, or if it was because she was a human. Okay, I, I couldn't. I mean, parse that. what's I'm I'm not entirely sure what option three is here, but I don't think I like it. <laughs> yeah, um, and again, the 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 boy the the baby didn't live. He only lived two months, so right. he didn't live long. Yeah, <clears throat> so he's gone. So Williams lost his wife and his baby, and the church is like, "Sorry, you can't marry." I guess anyone else ever again. What a weird, like, what a weird is. Was this law put in place because too many people were like killing their killing the mothers, their children to to marry their I, sister-in-laws? I I, I, don't, I can't I don't know. imagine because only because <laughs> only because you didn't have to do right. the work because yeah. nature did the work for you. Yeah, I mean, this seems like time. a punishment in search of a crime. I I really don't I really don't see what's going on here exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah. Yeah. So, but he couldn't do it, um, and so he's not able to have a real relationship with this woman that he now loves very much. Mm-hmm. So, in January of 1759, he says, "You know what? Fuck this place. <laughs> I hate this. I hate my life. I'm moving. I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. You stay here, and I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start and my he, own church." That's right. And they're like, "No, no, not everybody." <laughs> this is gets the story to do that. of <laughs> King Charles the whatever. Was he the one with the wives? Is it King Charles? That doesn't. King Edward, King Charles, one of the kings did had lots of wives. Kids are gonna be really angry. That I don't know this because they made me go to the musical, but I don't remember which one it was. Henry, Henry, Henry. Henry. Thank you yeah. for saying that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's Henry the Eighth. Thank you. Um, God, all our new British friends are so mad. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for subscribing, and it was very nice meeting you. Um, we had a tea party, so we didn't have to learn this shit. So, <laughs> uh, so he leaves. He goes to London. And he leaves Fanny behind. Now, Fanny is, she's heartbroken. Like, she really loves him. Mm-hmm. And uh, she wants to be with him. But he's like, please stop. I just can't. This is this is too much. Mm-hmm. I have to be free of all this. His heart can't take it. Fanny's a wreck. Um, 
Now, it might not surprise you. It might not. It might. It, it, it might, might not surprise, surprise you <laughs> to learn <laughs> that Fanny's family, who is William's in-laws, mm-hmm. technically, they don't. They don't like this whole situation, mm-hmm. and they've decided they don't like William very much. What I, I mean. Well, because he was like, I love your daughter. And they were like, that's great. And then he was like, now I love your other daughter. And they were like, I don't. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they don't they don't love this whole situation. Um, and William's like, look, just stay here. Your family hates me anyway. Mm-hmm. I I need a new yeah. start. Like, this yeah. is done. We're both kind of the kiss of death right now. So why don't we just not? <laughs> Quite literally. <Yeah. laughs> so he leaves. But Fanny's a wreck. She starts writing William passionate letters that were, quote, filled with repeated entreaties to spend the rest of their lives together. Oh, that's sweet. It is. So, you know, they, again, they, they also seem to be the real deal. And eventually William gives in. He's like, okay, you can, you can come to London and Mm. you can live with me. And they start living quote, as man and wife making wills in each other's favor and hoping to remain discreet. Um, so that's how they're living now. Mm. (laughs) Sounds pretty hot. (laughs) <laughs> do you love me yeah do you want me yeah will you sign this paperwork yeah <laughs> it will don't tell anyone okay do you know a notary <laughs> so so one morning they're attending church at saint sepulcher without newgate they're still going to church oh fucking ballsy yeah. here okay yeah. yeah and i think they're pretending to be married at this point they're calling each other mr and mrs kent mm-hmm. which you know i don't know if they know this but god sees right through yep. that he's like, he's <laughs> he's not fooled by that <laughs> so they go to church at saint sepulcher and they meet richard parsons who is the church's officiating clerk which I tried to figure out what that meant. I think it meant he was in the choir. Really? And okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Against all odds. I think officiating clerk means he's in the choir. Mm. Maybe he did some like administrative work. Uh, yeah, church, sounds like a paperwork position. Sure. Mostly he leads the choir. And so they get to talking and they tell Parsons about their whole deal. And they're having trouble finding lodging because apparently <laughs> so they, <laughs> they started renting some places around London. But then Fanny's family would write letters to the landlords and be like, these two are living in sin and then the landlords would kick them out <laughs> so <laughs> this is like what happened when my mom found out that i was living with a girl for the first time mm-hmm. and she was yeah she was calling them up and saying like excuse me i don't know if you know this <laughs> they're living in sin and the landlords were like ma'am please stop calling us <laughs> this is a college town <laughs> they're all living in <laughs> sin i don't really know so um so parsons he's sympathetic uh, to them, he says, "Well, hey, I've got a house up the road. Why don't you stay there?" Hmm. And he makes him a deal, and he tells them. So he knows that William is a a usurer, mm-hmm. and he says, "Listen, you can live there for free if William will lend me twelve guineas with no interest. Twelve guineas, okay? Twelve guineas. Guineas are small. They're like the size of like a like a hen." But compared so, to canaries, they're big. True, but our canaries aren't worth very much. So it's, um, I'm gonna say, I mean, they're much smaller than bucks for sure. Okay, yes, <laughs> less than bucks, uh-huh. more than canaries. Mm, in modern day dollars, I will say twelve guineas. Uh huh. Twelve thousand dollars. Okay. 
How close am I? I like that you know by now that I did a lot of work to actually translate <laughs> this to modern day dollars. I do appreciate <laughs> that because I did. And it was really hard because <laughs> apparently guineas in the 1700s um, are not... Guineas no longer exist at all, but mm. they change a lot from the seven. Anyway, so I just want you to know, this, I did a lot of work, and I'm really glad. That you didn't you just guess a number that. and then just chalk it up? No, and how dare you? Now, I did, I did do math, which is basically a guess Oh yeah. <clears throat> um, and when it comes to me. But 12 guineas is, I think, the best I can tell, it's a little over $3,000 today. Oh, whew, man, I would have lost my shirt. <laughs> you would have lost... 36 <laughs> guineas. <sighs> so he's like, you could just charge me 12 guineas. William's like, well, you're good for it, right? Thank you for <laughs> muting as you <laughs> coughed up, oh. I think, two organs. Um, and so William's like, well, you're good for it, right? And Parsons is like, no, of course not. I, if I yeah, was good for it, I wouldn't see what I'm doing here? to give me a free place to live. Yeah. Um, now, I will say, I don't know why Parsons just doesn't charge them 12 guineas to live there. Mm. That well, be- feels like... Because then the family will write him a letter. So That's true. <laughs> that, that's probably <laughs> it. <laughs> so I don't want to deal with that. Um, it does seem like the easiest way to do this is just say, hey, it'll cost you 12 guineas to live here for a year mm-hmm. or a month or whatever. Yeah. Um, but instead he says, just lend me, lend me money. Um, so whatever, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like the shadiest landlord. You're enlightenment, but I, yeah. I can't imagine that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you did not think I'd find the shadiest landlord on earth in the church choir, and yet here we are. But, okay. <laughs> Actually, in hindsight, it makes a lot yeah. of sense. Uh, so they're, they're so they're grateful. So they make the deal, and William and Fanny move into Parsons' three-story house on Cock Lane. Oh. Uh, so they settle in on the Cock mm-hmm. Lane house. Mm-hmm. And everything is going very well. Mm-hmm. They didn't feel like they were getting stiffed. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, it was a very, it was like a very potent house. You know, it was very, um, mm. they got a lot of pleasure out of being That's there, great. I think. Yeah. Was there a lot of shrubbery outside? <laughs> there was some shrubbery. It was, it was, there was a problem with it. It wasn't like very well manicured. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like growing everywhere, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, it was tall, you know, mm-hmm. it was sturdy. It was straight up and down. Mm-hmm. And uh, it went so well there that soon Fanny becomes pregnant. In <laughs> <laughs> oh. a few months into this whole situation, so Fanny is, she's, she's well into her pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And William leaves to attend a wedding out in the country. Now, Parsons has a wife and two daughters. William asks the older daughter, Elizabeth... Uh, who is a, about 11. She feels like you should just know how old children are, but <laughs> I guess they didn't write that down yeah. back then. When inquired, uh, she could only narrow it down to a decade. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> she said, I don't know, yeah. maybe 30. Yeah. When I asked Maple, how old are you? She either says three, which is the right answer, mm-hmm. or 19, which is you know yeah. pretty close, I guess. Mm-hmm. Who am I to say? Maybe she is 19. Mm-hmm. She's about 19. Um, but he asks her to stay with Fanny since she's getting on in her pregnancy. He's going to be gone for a few days. So Elizabeth comes over and she helps out around the house. She stays the night and she sleeps in Fanny's bed with her. Um, and I assume it's the only bed in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is when the strange noises begin. Fanny and Elizabeth are woken in the night by very loud scratching sounds. 
Hmm. Are you okay? You've burped 90 times tonight. It, it, is it getting Are you picked okay? up? Is it getting picked up? Yeah. No, it's, it's no been, I'm just seeing mm-hmm. your face. And yeah, it's, you're doing a good a, job of doing it silently, but I just want to make sure oof, you're okay. Oof, man. I'm going to eat all over the place today. It's Chipotle for dinner. So. That's a big mistake. Yeah. Not, you knew it was for you, not for me. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, so they, they're they're woken by loud scratching noises. Now, their neighbor was a cobbler, so they figured it was probably just him working. Or like the, the little gnomes or something like that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Every night at two in the morning, you hear them scratching their way through the wall. <laughs> um, Mr. Renzi, so we've been, we read, we have Maple, this um, book of, of fairy tales, and one of them is The Elves and the Shoemaker. Mm. And uh, did you, it always reminds me, have you ever seen, there's a little known Muppet movie called um muppet classic theater Mm, i'm not familiar no oh god it is the best it's like six fairy tales retold by muppets Mm. and gonzo is the mc uh and they do one they do the elves and the shoemaker and it's uh the elvis and the shoemaker (laughs) the elves are all elvis (laughs) it's very good and i highly recommend it hey everyone go find Go find Muppet Classic Theater. Mm. When I was like 12, I found it in a dollar bin at Walmart on mm-hmm. VHS, mm-hmm. and that is the best dollar I've ever spent. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's not important. So they think this is coming from the cobbler, but um, the next day it happens again, but the next day is Sunday, and so they realize it can't be coming from the cobbler mm. because what cobbler in his right mind would work on a Sunday? Yeah, and elves just do all their drinking on Sunday, so it couldn't be that yeah. either. <laughs> Famously so, yeah. So they're like, well, it's not the cobbler. So now they're freaked out. And, uh, and William's still gone. So they, they, they invite a friend over. This man is named uh, James Franzen. He owns a nearby public house called The Wheat Sheaf. Hmm. Which I think is the worst name for a bar I've ever heard. The Wheat Sheaf? Yeah, The Wheat Sheaf. The Wheat Sheaf. Okay. Wheat Sheaf. Hmm. A sheaf of wheat. <laughs> wheat Sheaf. Anyway, he comes over to investigate the noises. And while he's there, he saw a ghostly white figure ascend the stairs. Ooh. And he is so scared, he says, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. And he leaves immediately <laughs> to go back home. Uh, have a good evening, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. So William comes home, and he and he hears the scratching, too. Um, and then he and, and, uh, and Fanny see the ghost walking up the stairs one night. So there's a haunt. There's officially a haunting going mm-hmm. on. Right. They confront Parsons about this because it's his house, and mm-hmm. he's like, "I mean, it wasn't haunted before you got here. I don't know what to tell you." Yeah. I mean, uh, this is coming out of your this. deposit yeah. of guineas, obviously. <laughs> but, um, but he admits that he has seen the ghost as well. Mm. And William and Fanny decide this is probably not the right environment for a pregnant woman. I would agree. Also, for like bringing a baby into the world. You don't want your, uh, <laughs> you don't want your doula to be a ghost. I don't, you don't, that's bad energy to bring. I mean, yeah, especially like after previous events in their lives, you know, the number of current ghosts in their lives, I would say probably yeah. more ghosts associated with, uh, with you when you're pregnant. Probably not a real it's cool not, feeling. It's not the right way to go. No. I don't think so. So they arrange for a new living situation in Clerkenwell. Hmm. Uh, but the building in Clerkenwell needs some work. So they they have to stay at Parsons a little while longer while that work gets done. It's mm-hmm. only going to take a few weeks. But um, but the haunting continues, and it's mm-hmm. really fraying their nerves. And Fanny is especially kind of losing it. She doesn't, I don't know. She's like, 
I don't like seeing ghosts around. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't blame her at all. And I, it's mm-hmm. pretty weird, but she doesn't like it. <laughs> uh, and of course, she's ta- she is taking it as a bad omen. And again, she mm-hmm. knows she knows the history of William mm-hmm. and his seed. <laughs> so, uh, so in January of 1760, William finds them a temporary place to stay until the the Clerkenwell house is ready, and they move into what is described as quote an inconvenient apartment. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I. F- think this art this article is very hard to follow mm. <laughs> but I, I think the inconvenient in this sense means very filthy mm. like very run down and dirty and not, sure yeah not great not inconvenient um, like you're, you're like sleeping in somebody's kitchen or something like that right maybe also that and it's a dirty kitchen I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes it's correct so it's a like every time you want to go home, you have to like answer three riddles. Mm-hmm. It's like this is so inconvenient. I don't. Can we just please go to bed? Um, now Fanny's going to go to labor literally at any time, mm-hmm. and so a few days after they move in on January twenty fifth, Fanny wakes up and she's very very sick. And first she thinks that it's something to do with the pregnancy, um, but then it becomes clear that it's something something different. So she they call a doctor, and she is diagnosed with the early stages of an eruptive fever. Ooh. And the doctor's like, I don't, I think this apartment is too inconvenient <laughs> for, for someone who's about to give birth. We have to get you out of here, like, immediately. Mm-hmm. So the new place isn't ready, um, but they go there anyway. They load her into a coach, mm-hmm. and they bring her there anyway. Now, the next morning, her doctor comes back out, and he brings the apothecary. And after they examine her, they both come to the same conclusion, which is Fanny as the smallpox. Oh, that can't be great when it, when you're pregnant, right? Like that's. I don't think it's great when you're not pregnant. <laughs> when you are <laughs> pregnant, it gets really not. It's great. not better. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's so much not better <laughs> that she actually she calls for a lawyer. She gets her affairs in order. Um, she has him leave all of her things to William, mm-hmm. which is something her family's not going to love. Mm, yeah, but they're not actually married. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then she and the baby both pass a few days later. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, so her family's very mad because now William has been at least witness to the death of two of their children <laughs> and also now has Elizabeth's inheritance right. and also Fanny's inheritance, <laughs> which doesn't sound like as much money, but I think it's a principle. The thing. Mm, sure, yeah. <laughs> like, this sucks. Uh. <laughs> so he's making a killing off these, off these siblings. Anyway, so that happens, and then William becomes a stockbroker, and he remarries in 1761. Now, <laughs> any questions about that? No, no I, yeah, shortly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shortly after William and Fanny moved out of Parsons' house, this is where the story gets. Um, this is where this is where the mystery really starts to unfold. Hmm. All right, so bear with me here. Shortly after William and Fanny had moved out of Parsons' house into the inconvenient apartment. A woman named Catherine Friend had moved in. Who's, she sounds so nice. She does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she didn't last there too long because she kept hearing the ghost noises. Mm-hmm. And she said it sounded like a cat scratching a chair all night, every night. Mm. She can't find the source of the sound. She calls Parsons. He's like, yeah, I know. It's kind of a thing now. <laughs> um, but they try to find the source and they can't find it. They even take, they even remove the wainscoting from the walls and they can't find anything in the walls. Like there's no sign of damage. There's mm-hmm. no rodents in there, or at least there's at least no more rodents than normal yeah. <laughs> in there. 
<laughs> so it's, it's like like when you go to the beach and there's a sign up that says like there are acceptable levels of E. coli in the ocean today, and you're like, oh, <laughs> cool. Okay. What is the it's other side? E. coli time. What does the other side of the sign say, oh, that's much worse on uh. the other side of the sign. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, sure. There are acceptable levels of rats in these walls. Okay, yeah, it's like that. Sure, One more rat, and that's too many. Yeah. But right now, y'all are good. <laughs> So there's just this knocking and scratching and it's happening more and more. And so Catherine friend moves out and Parsons is like, I gotta, I've got to figure out this ghost shit. Mm -hmm. I'm never going to make money on this house. (laughs) So he does what you of course do in these situations. Mm -hmm. Uh, When I guess his next step, you call a priest, call a priest. There you go. Good. That's right. He brings in a priest, Mm -hmm. John Moore, Mm -hmm. who is the rector of St. Bartholomew the great. Wait, wait, now I'm sorry. Was, wasn't he, wasn't he already in, like involved in a church himself who parsons parsons yes yes and this okay. is from a yeah oh yeah i yes i mean now either john moore or the next priest we're going to talk about one of them was at the same church as parsons for a while okay uh it's it's very incestuous you know it doesn't it doesn't matter <laughs> he just knows john so john's coming over and john this is this is supposedly important to know, though I don't have the context to really know why it matters. But uh, John Moore was an Anglican uh, rector mm-hmm. uh, who barely knew her. <laughs> he was Anglican, but he was he was starting to become interested in um, in the Methodist religion, which mm. was, I guess, a new religion at this point. Okay, it's like this would what be I've, a cult, like one of the two. I'm I'm going to go with one of the two here, guys. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, and Methodists, I guess, are kind of into ghosts, and Anglicans are not at this mm. point. This is what this is this is what I've learned. Oh, okay, so it's a good so opportunity for him. Sure, he's yeah, he's 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 ghost curious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and God, it's a very long story, but that part of the story short. Par- Parsons and Moore and the rector Moore, they devise a method of communicating with the ghost. So Moore comes over. He's like, "Let's communicate with this ghost. We're going to ask questions. One knock will mean yes." Mm-hmm. Two knocks will mean no. And so they start asking questions and the ghost answers. Mm-hmm. And this takes for fucking ever. They're at this for days because they are like, they don't even know a question. Like, how do you even start asking? Yeah. You know, who are you? You can't. Yeah. It has to be yes or no questions. Are you a ghost? No. Well, fuck. He says oh, he's not fuck. a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> are you a mongoose? No. God damn it. God, it was the guy. <laughs> so they, this takes a long time. Um, Eventually, after like months, <laughs> when they piece it all together, this is this is basically what they learn. The ghost that the bar owner, whose name was Fan something, mm-hmm. uh, oh, the ghost of the wheat chief, mm-hmm. whatever his name was, he the ghost that he saw. I've lost my place. The ghost that he saw was Elizabeth Kent, so William's first wife, okay. Fanny's sister. Really. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ghosts that follow you when you go from house to house that's spooky that is spooky, I don't, right yeah. that's new that's, that's like that's kind of what you always count on you know yes. like you see ghosts in the house like you know fuck it i'm going to motel six i'm gonna leave yeah. this ghost here this is not my problem like, i didn't make this ghost it's not gonna follow me can you imagine you see a ghost in your basement like right like right there and you go to mm-hmm. motel six and then you wake up and you walk out in the hallway and it's the same goddamn ghost. Same ghost. That is the worst. Yeah. There's nowhere then you can run. Finally, mm-hmm. uh, that's a that's that is horrifying. Mm-hmm. And this is what's happening here. So this ghost was Elizabeth. 
Um, and she had appeared in order to warn her sister that she was soon going to die. She did a pretty shitty job of it, but okay. Yeah, she didn't do a great job. <laughs> uh, maybe if her uh, sister had come up with like the 20 questions routine, she could have figured something out. But instead, she's just like, oh, no. Shut the fuck yeah. up, ghost. <laughs> I'm trying to sleep. It says that you always got to help do what you can to help ghosts um, finish their business. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. I mean, that's that's all you have. It's mm-hmm. literally the only thing you have mm-hmm. to do to get rid of a ghost mm-hmm. is help it finish its business. If there's one thing I hope people have gotten out of this podcast, um, I hope it's that, really. I, yeah. I think it'll yeah. make, just make the world go around a little yeah. bit easier. Now, sometimes a ghost business is to kill you, and that Maybe. that's going to raise some questions, yeah. some hard decisions, that's, for sure. That's when it becomes like the ring, where you kind of like, you know, invite yeah. other people over to your house, and then you leave the house, and then you're like, okay, yeah. well... Or see if you could like tie the ghost to that person somehow and like they wake up at Motel 6 the next day and they're in the hallway is that ghost. <laughs> but you should always, always try to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and Fanny didn't. And so then when Fanny and William moved out, the ghost of Elizabeth left as well. No worry sure. on if it followed them, but you know, she's not. Yeah, they had other problems. Gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. Um, now the ghost that they're hearing now that Catherine Friend was hearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, was actually the ghost of Fanny, who had returned to the Parsons' house so that she could explain to the world that she had not died from smallpox, but from arsenic poisoning. Murder! <laughs> dun, dun, dun. God, I wish I had that sound effect. That would be a really good one to add to the board. Let's see what I got here. No. Not, definitely not applause. <laughs> arsenic! Applause! Yeah. Okay. It was... Arsenic poisoning. <laughs> I should read the labels before I do this. Let's see. No. It was arsenic. Okay, I'll give it to you. It's kind of I like think a, it's the best one I got. Like a, yeah. like, a, like, a, like a Robert Stack outro right there. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah it's not getting any better. It's commercial break. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. this a ghost? Is brought to you by Pickney Ben. <laughs> arsenic bad. Pickney Ben good. Um, so Fanny's ghost claimed that William had been slowly administering arsenic to her and that he had delivered the fatal dose two hours before she died after she had signed away all her earthly possessions to William Hmm. and suddenly Moore is thinking the preacher is thinking this makes a lot of sense because he has some insider information here first of all William was always kind of an asshole to people um, he was a usurer, mm-hmm. so he was like, he's not a great, he's like it's a, not a great way to make like your money. A professional asshole, honestly, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always fucking people over and stuff. Um, he was suing people when they didn't pay him promptly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not great. But he also, so Fanny and Elizabeth had another sister named Anne. No, watch out, Anne. <laughs> and Anne had actually complained to Reverend Moore because it turned out William. Had done he'd, he'd done something strange with Fanny's coffin. He had screwed down the lid so that no one was able to open it to see her corpse. Okay. And he had not provided any rationale for doing this other than, I just wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. And so Moore is thinking about this. He's realizing that it's possible that William did this to hide the fact that Fanny had not died of smallpox. Mm-hmm. If she had smallpox, she would have scars all over her body. Right, yeah. And if you can't see the body, you can't see that there are no scars. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, this is all you know. He doesn't. This is not. This is not proof. But he's like, this does. This is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and again, he was a clergyman with inclinations toward Methodism, so that he was therefore inclined to, quote, trust the ghost, which I think, I, I like that. I think we should all gonna, be a little more inclined to trust the I'm ghost. I must have looked into this Methodism thing, because, I mean... <laughs> I think there's some merch in our future. Mm -hmm. Something about, we need a shirt that says, trust the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> now, the story is published in the public ledger, and so word starts spreading all through London. William Kent now suddenly falls under very public scrutiny because people think he is a murderer. William is very unhappy to hear this news, <laughs> and he insists that he's innocent. And Moore is like, look, man, I... I'm not convinced you're a murderer either. Like we've spent some time together. Like you don't seem like a murderer. Um, everything okay back there? How's uh, Axel? Yeah, Axel's just being a really terrible cat. It's not a big deal. Yeah, but if you would mic him up, maybe he would uh, not act out so much. Maybe he would really settle in as our third co-host. Just pooping on the floor. <laughs> okay, well, totally. Maybe fun. I'm wrong. I yeah. don't know. Mm. It's possible. <laughs> So, anyway, Drew Peterson, what is he up to again? So, <laughs> so he comes back from the lake and he is wet. Uh, <laughs> so, so Moore is like, I'm not, I'm not convinced you're a murderer, but um, that's what the ghost said. And I am inclined to believe ghosts. So we should get to the bottom of this. And William says, fine, there's only one way to settle this. Any guesses? Mm, uh, we'll it's 17 something. God, please be a duel. Uh, in a sense, I guess, okay. kind of. Is it an arsenic duel? Do they have to see who no. can drink the most arsenic? Because <laughs> <laughs> so I no. like that kind of duel. I spent my entire <laughs> life building up <laughs> arsenic tolerance. No. Um, any other guesses? Mm, not duel. Not You're going to feel very arsenic You're going to feel very mad when you learn. Because this, this should be, this is low-hanging fruit. I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say either arm wrestling match or, okay. or, or, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Slap fight. Okay, so you think the way they're going to settle this is by just someone's going to win a contest. Yes. And whoever wins is right. That's how contests work. So, yes, I would say so. Sure. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, you're playing in the wrong ball field here. Nah, it's a shame. William says, there's only one way to do this. We shall have a seance. <laughs> definitely do not open the casket of my dead no, wife. No, no. No, <laughs> no. We definitely, we shan't go there. Under the ground, we shan't <laughs> dig up the casket. We shall have a seance. And on January 12th of 1762, uh, a group of folks gather at the Parsons' house. And this group includes, but I don't think is limited to, mm -hmm. right, we've got William. Right. He's there. There are two doctors there who have attended Fanny uh, in her end days. Mm -hmm. Reverend Moore is there. Mm -hmm. Thomas Broughton, who is another Methodist priest, the other one who may have been from that church. Um, Parsons is there. He owns the house. Mary Frazier, who is a relative of Parsons. Mm -hmm. And then the two, Parsons' two daughters, Elizabeth Parsons right. and her younger sister. Mm -hmm. Miss Friend, Friend doesn't come by? No, no Catherine Friend. Mm. That I know of. I mean, yep. maybe she did. This is all <laughs> was in the Wikipedia article. Um, <laughs> so there's, there's these folks, they all get there to, to do a seance. Now, you'll notice there are no mediums here, which I think there, is. Yeah, who's, 
who's gonna be reaching out in this in this situation? I here? think it's the Methodists. Okay, Methodists I are kind of like Methodists. Methodists like crank it straight to eleven. So it sounds like they to me. Sure like, did. We're a little ghost curious, like. and now we only talk to ghosts. Okay. And now Aaron and I are looking into Methodism <laughs> as uh, potentially our, our future path because it sounds great. So you all sound like a blast. Uh, now, they realize the ghost is most often heard in the girls' the girl share room, the Parsons' girls' share room, and it's most often heard in their room. And so they're like, well, that's where we have to do the seance because mm-hmm. that's the most powerful ghost room. Right. But the girls also are pretty young, and they have a bedtime. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so they're like, okay, here's what we'll do. <laughs> we'll all get together in the room. The girls will, will go to bed. Mm-hmm. They will go, they and they shared a bed, I think. And they, right. they'll go to bed. We'll just hang out around the bed until they go to sleep. When they fall asleep, we'll start to say <laughs> like 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 the world's worst sleep study. It's like you're terrible. Are you girls asleep yet? No, I'm not asleep yet. Okay, just let us know when you're asleep. Okay. Listen. Are you asleep? Are you asleep now? Did no. You, can you poke? Can you poke her? Is she? <laughs> Don't poke me. I'm still awake. <laughs> um. I want. <laughs> this is so funny. I want to read directly from one of the sources for mm. a bit. Uh, so this, everything I'm going to say here is a quote. When the seance began, a relative of Parsons, Mary Fraser, ran around the room shouting, Fanny, Fanny, why don't you come? Do come. Pray, Fanny, come. Dear Fanny, come. <laughs> when... <laughs> When nothing happened, Moore told the group the ghost would not come as they were making too much noise. He asked them to leave the room, telling them he would try to contact the ghost by stamping his foot. About ten minutes later, they were told the ghost had returned and they they should re-enter the room. Moore then started to run through his and Parsons' list of questions. Are you the wife of Mr. Kent? Two knocks, which means no. Mm. Did you die naturally? Two knocks. By poison? One knock. Did any person other than Mr. Kent administer it? Two knocks. After more questions, a member of the audience exclaimed, Kent, ask this goat if you is ask this ghost if you shall be hanged. <laughs> he did so, and the question was answered by a single knock. Aww. Kent exclaimed, Thou art a lying spirit, thou art not the ghost of my fanny. She would never have said any such thing. I'm not arguing that you are a ghost. <laughs> but but you're definitely not Fanny's ghost. Clearly one of those fucking with me ghosts, and I am not standing for that. <laughs> this is why you need a fucking medium. You need yeah. order. Yeah. You need process. Mm. <laughs> you need an adult in the room. <laughs> oh, man. Ask who shall win the cricket match. <laughs> shall it be England? <laughs> to Knox. Mm. I need to leave and move some money around. I will be right back. <laughs> So, <laughs> so the ghost is definitely accusing William of murder, mm-hmm. but William is, William is protesting his innocence. Um, and so, but at the end of the seance, they're like, "I don't know, William. I think you might have murdered Fanny." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "No, this isn't Fanny." So they're still fighting. They have right. not settled it. Mm-hmm. So there's only one further way to settle it. Actually, once and for all, mm-hmm. would you like to take a guess now? Or mm, my first guess is more accurate now? No. Oh. <laughs> Uh, mm, is it more supernatural dealings? More seances. More seances. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. 
So uh, let's see. This one was on January 12th. So then on January 18th. Mm, okay. Take a few days off. Take gather a few your days notes. off. Hydrate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the more ask the questions. <laughs> yes, kind of try definitely. And, like, direct the conversation <laughs> a little bit. Uh, on the 18th of January, more asked the ghost if it would appear in court against William. <laughs> 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 the ghost did not even respond. <laughs> oh, yeah. What am I supposed to do with that? I mean, you got to ask, though, right? You got to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine the judge walking and being like, and why are there two little girls sleeping in the middle of the room? <laughs> I don't know. It's the only way it works. I'm really sorry. Anyway, be really We'd quiet. Like to enter into evidence, yeah. Exhibit C, this ghost. <laughs> huh? Uh, so the ghost, I guess, is not having any of that. So on the next day, January 19th, they bring in a woman who had been... Uh, <laughs> a woman who had been William and Fanny's maid at the Parsons' house. While they were there, they just made... <laughs> her name... <laughs> Her name was Esther Carrots Carlisle. Her nickname was... <laughs> when, you, when, you, when you gave the quote, Carrots isn't like some sort of like punctuation symbol I'm not familiar with, right? Like that's Her middle name that's, was just Carrots, right? It's not her middle name. It's a nickname oh. for her. And she was called Carrots because she had red hair. <laughs> <laughs> and so, of course, people called her Carrots. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very respectable person that is like... <laughs> It's, it's, wiping it's, your kid's ass and stuff like that. Very the nice. best. Like yeah. It. Like it. So uh, the ghost of Fanny told everyone during that seance mm -hmm. that, um, no, I'm sorry. Carrots told everyone, <laughs> this is wrong. Carrots told everyone that William and Fanny were very much in love. She had no reason to believe that Fanny had been poisoned mm. whatsoever. Um, and this time the seance centered on Carrots herself who addressed the ghost directly. And she said, are you my mistress? One knock, followed by scratches. Mm. That was new. So I don't think Fanny that? likes carrots very much. Yeah. Oh, so okay. Like scratches is kind of like a, like when you put a period at the end of a text message to kind of you know. <laughs> yeah, to really. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Period. I'm getting. I don't. I mean, I. I'll be honest. I don't know what scratches from ghosts mean. Maybe. Maybe it's something very different. Uh. I don't should we be should we be reading tone into the scratches, guys? I really feel like one knock. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess so. Yeah. Uh so you're my mistress, one knock, followed by scratches. Are you angry with me, madam? One knock. Then I am sure, madam, you may be ashamed of yourself, for I never hurt you in life. And the ghost did not respond. Mm. So Carrots is bringing the heat. Carrots okay. is putting his ghost in her place. All right. Yeah. Uh, so Carrots is not, con not also not convinced that this is actually the ghost of Fanny. Definitely a ghost, <laughs> but not the ghost of Fanny. <laughs> one day after that, on January 20th, there's another seance, but this one is held in a different house. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I tried to figure out why they thought that would be useful. And I received no information. <laughs> well, the girls are away on summer break now. So unfortunately, um, and that, that seance, I think, I don't know exactly. It, it was a weird one for some reason that I couldn't quite put Unlike my finger the on. This normal whole, ones that have been going on here. Yeah, the, the normal yeah, ones sure, have been like, uh -huh. yeah, run of the mill seances. <laughs> this one was a little different. Um, and then people start to think, well, maybe Elizabeth Parsons, the daughter, mm -hmm. maybe she's doing all this. Maybe she's knocking and scratching. Maybe she's part of this. And so on January 22nd, they sent Elizabeth off to sleep at St. Bartholomew's Hospital. Mm -hmm. They prepared a room for her in the hospital. And he said, you stay here tonight. Right. 
and she did. And they held another seance. This is now like five seances in a week. <laughs> and they, <laughs> they held a seance in the bedroom without her. Um, and it was quiet for most of the night. The ghost didn't respond until about 6 a.m. They did start to hear the scratches return. Hmm. Um, God, so these, this, this goes on and on and on. The, mm. They do like 30 seances. <laughs> I swear to God, I completely lost track. It's so many, like almost oh. every day mm. for a month they're doing seances. <laughs> and this is becoming such a thing. And it's already been reported in the news. So the news is like very interested in this. So they're, mm. they're, you know, they're, they're spreading the word. And at one point, Parsons actually starts charging an entrance fee to visitors who wanted to talk to the ghost. Oh, okay. That's fair. So you want to join a seance? Mm-hmm. 10 bucks and mm-hmm. you can come ask a question. Mm-hmm. Um, and it starts spreading around. And so now the word gets up to the noble class, the nobility, mm. and some noblemen start coming to the house to talk to the ghost. Because what a lark. <laughs> and when actual noblemen come around, now the word really explodes, like all over Britain. Now it's in all the papers because like these lords are coming to this house to mm. speak to this ghost. <laughs> It becomes a huge sensation. Basically, the biggest thing that's happened in Europe up to this time, I would say maybe mm. after the plague. Yeah, I was, yeah. They're, they're, second, they're really... second only to the plague. <laughs> <laughs> um, total spectacle. So now the whole focus, and it's so, like as this is going on, the focus is shifting away from did William kill Fanny, which is the, the point of all this, right. to... Hey, is this a ghost? Is this thing real? This is cool. Let's go try we this out. We should do a podcast about this. What the fuck's a podcast? <laughs> and eventually, like, the question of William's guilt no longer is, like, relevant to the fact that there's yeah. a ghost here. It's just, like, this huge thing. That people, just it's a like a carnival now. Yeah. Yeah. Why'd we start doing this? I don't remember. You can I, ask the... I to say, I am making yeah. so much money, though. <laughs> Charging idiots to come here and talk to a ghost. And so this goes on and on for like months and it spills over eventually to the government because the government is taking notice now. The noble people are doing this. Now, the government of England at this time is very much Anglican. Mm -hmm. And again, at this time, Anglicans have stated very clearly Mm. there are no ghosts. ghosts. You cannot be Anglican Mm -hmm. and believe in ghosts. And so this is not good for them. Mm -hmm. This is a stick in their craw or whatever that. Whatever, right, you know, yeah. whatever, the, whatever it is, a right British thing. Like way in the back, wherever that is, in the back. Yeah, this is a real chip in the throat, mm-hmm. or this is a fish in this is a fish in the eye. Yeah, I think is probably right. <clears throat> uh, so finally, in July, so it starts in January. It's going all through the year. It goes halfway through the year till July. Finally, <laughs> the king and all his best dandies, they've had enough, and. <clears throat> They're like, there are no ghosts. We're putting our foot down. Mm-hmm. This is all a ruse. We have decided this is this is fake, and we're putting mm-hmm. uh, Parsons. They put Parsons, his wife, Mary Fraser, Reverend Moore, and some guy named Robert or no Richard James, who I've never heard. Like his name doesn't come up at all until he's put on trial. <laughs> he's like <laughs> the guy. This guy he's is. like the guy that like collects tickets outside. He's like, what the fuck yeah. did I do? <laughs> he was a tradesman. That's all I know about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck. Uh, they put them all on trial. He's some. He's definitely some guy who like screwed over some lord. He's like, yeah. hey, can we add him to this yeah. list? Because I, <laughs> this fucking guy, like can we just a, like <laughs> like to add a writer to this warrant here? And uh, yeah. it's just my neighbor. God, this fucking guy. Uh, fucking mows the lawn at you know mm-hmm. eight p.m. Every my kids are sleeping. Can we please get rid of this guy? So the king, they put him on trial, and uh, every one of them is found guilty to fraud. 
mm. and sentenced to a few years in prison. Um, Parsons has to be pilloried three times Ooh. in one year. Ouch. So that's the stocks. Right, yeah. Um, but it actually, <laughs> and he was so scared of this, which makes a lot of sense, mm-hmm. uh, that the day he was supposed, the first day he was supposed to, to be, to be pilloried, um, he was so scared, like crying so much and like convulsing so much. They were like, we can't hold him still enough to put him in the stocks. We'll have to do this again tomorrow. <laughs> um, but in the end it was okay. Cause the public, you know, who normally mm-hmm. when they see someone who's being pilloried, they would like go and like mock them and throw right. rotten food at them and stuff yeah, and pee on hit their hands them and, and stuff. stuff. Yeah, I, yeah, I get it. Um, but the public's actually like, no, I've been there. There's a fucking ghost in that house. <laughs> and so the public was on his side. Yeah. <laughs> and so instead of throwing things at him and peeing on his hands, mm-hmm. they actually passed around hats to raise money for him. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> it was very nice. <laughs> so it wasn't the worst. Um, but, uh, the monarchy made sure that the public discussion of the ghost was discontinued. Mm. There will be no season two (laughs) of Ghost House. (laughs) Uh, and so, uh, the papers very quickly stopped writing about it. Everyone said, you know what? This was actually a fraud. These Mm. are the people responsible. They're in jail now. Mm. Thank you, King, whoever your name is. Uh, and that was the end of the official end of the ghost. Mm. Though people still claim privately that when they visited the Parsons' house, they could definitely hear uh, the scratches, they could hear the knocks, and some of them could definitely see a ghost wandering the building. (laughs) This whole thing was such a spectacle. It was so big that actually Charles Dickens refers to the Cock Lane ghost in several of his books. One of the main characters in Nicholas Nickleby is said to have gone to school with the Cock Lane ghost. uh, (laughs) Which I can't even begin to imagine what that might mean. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, he went to school with the Cock Lane ghost. Oh, was that? <laughs> if you know uh, what, what I does mean. that mean? I don't even know. Ugh. Fanny went to school with the Cock Lane yeah. ghost. Do you get it? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she has syphilis. <laughs> In the bottom. <laughs> and uh, the ghost is also mentioned in a book called A Tale of Two Cities. You ever heard of it? Mm, no, I've not. No, no, that doesn't surprise me. Public education? Uh, no, I'm a uh, Catholic high school. Oh fuck! Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, I know. Of course, we were a tale of two cities and all that good stuff. Yeah, it was the best of times and the most syphilitic of times. Mm-hmm. Is how that starts off. And uh, the Parsons house continued to be haunted. They say up until it was demolished in the year of our Lord, nineteen seventy nine. Wow, two hundred mm. years later. Survives the blitz, and then they tear it down and probably put up like a Whole Foods or something. So yeah, well, probably like a dollar store. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I saw the neighborhood. It's probably a dollar store. Uh, uh, and that is the story of the ghost of Cock Lane. Hmm. Any thoughts? Do you think it was a ghost? I, that you know that one that one sounds uh sounds pretty ghost like i am a little concerned that the whole thing is literally just somebody tapping their foot on the floor but you know that's it could have been it could have been elizabeth it could have been yeah. the kid that's it it's not impossible yeah. <laughs> yeah but really the ghosts are the friends we made along the way mm, it's true and, and the money sense, we made along the way so yeah and so there's a real ghost <laughs> <laughs> Um, and that's our story for this week. And if you liked it again, we, gosh, we would so love uh, a review wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple podcasts or Spotify, whatever. It doesn't matter. We're not picky. Listen wherever you want. Yeah. 
Oh, except Stitcher. I hear Stitcher's going out of business. Oh, don't listen to it there because it's broken. Don't. If you listen to this on Stitcher, you pretty that's going out of business August 29th, I think. Yeah. So you're going to want to find this on a new platform yeah. pretty soon. Where are all the good things. ones? Yeah. Yeah. About your life, about the decisions you've made that have led you to this point. <laughs> when you're done doing that, you can find us other, other places and subscribe. So we just show up every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um, Patrick, do you have any like parting words of encouragement for our listeners? Or it's again, we have a lot of new folks this week. So, um, anything to kind of, you know, encourage them to come back next week or. No, I, I mean, I, I, again, I, I just want to extend my, uh, my sincerest, uh, good luck to you and your, uh, bout against She-Hulk this week. And, uh, of course, since this airs afterwards, um, I'm very sorry about the results. It was, I mean, Thank you. you really Thank didn't you. have a chance. I, you really didn't. I'm I have, uh, I have no, I have no illusions about how this is going to go. I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to probably not know how to speak. Uh, that's part one. That's not going to help in a game. That's all about saying words. So, uh, thank you. I appreciate that. I will let you know how it goes next time. 